Hey family, welcome back to the Live Fancy podcast entitled Think Fancy, a place where we discuss concepts, ideas, perspectives, and insights that will cause you to truly think fancy, to make the mental choice to foster achievement never compromising you. I believe there is greatness on the inside of you, and I am committed to helping you release it. Why? Because someone is waiting for you. First, I want to say thank you once again to everyone who supports these podcasts. I so appreciate you on this journey with me. I wasn't able to get a podcast out last week. We had a holiday here, and it is so encouraging when people are like, hey, I didn't get a notification for the newest episode, or I didn't see that post yet. Did it come out last week? So it lets me know that people are listening and that you find this to be valuable. So to each and every one of you, I want to say thank you. And I want to remind you, if you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you may be listening to. Make sure you like and also share. Share this with someone that you think it would help them to release their greatness, would help them to recognize how valuable and important they are. And for everything that you do, I just want to say once again, thank you. Now, as we get into this week's episode, once again, you know what I'm going to say. I am so excited about this week's episode. I remember when I was looking at it and preparing for it, and I even went through a few different titles and everything. I was like, but this is so important. And again, as I am talking to you on this podcast, please know, please rest and believe that I am so talking to myself through each and every one of these episodes. And so this week's episode, which is episode five, it's called Trust the Process. Again, trust the process. Now, This is important because as we're talking this year, this season about embracing change, we understand that change is uncomfortable. We understand that it is sometimes undesirable. We know that trying to control the change is an illusion. And we understand that comfort is optional. And we also understand that while we're going through this, we want to be wary of comparison. We know that that comparison can temper our progress. This next piece is so important. And again, it's trusting the process, learning to trust the process. When I think about trusting the process, I kind of got a a, a sub tagline, if you will, and it's this. Positive transformation requires persistent trust. I'm going to say that again because I love it so much. Positive transformation requires persistent trust. What do I mean by that? In order for this change that we're going through or that may be coming to be positive, to make a difference, to actually put us in position for whatever the next stage or season of our life is, we have to make sure that we're consistently, persistently trusting the process. We have to trust that this change is for our good. We have to trust that at the end of this change, we will be better. We will be stronger. We will be more mature. We will under have a greater understanding of things. We will have progressed and moved forward from where we used to be to where we need to be for where we're going. So again, positive transformation requires persistent trust. Now, let's take a couple of moments and step back and look at just trusting the process. Process is defined in the Collins Dictionary as a series of actions which are carried out in order to achieve a particular result. That makes sense, right? It's a series of actions, a series of things that happen that are carried out so that you can achieve a particular result. 
And it doesn't matter if you initiated that process or you're in that process, a process is still a process. And it's something that we have to recognize. Many times when we're going through different things, we have to remind ourselves this is a process. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to change immediately. It's a process, which means there's a series of actions. Series means that there are more than one series of actions that are carried out. Another definition, just a little bit shorter of process, is simply a series of actions that produce a change or development. So of course, I love that one because we're talking about embracing change. So again, a series of actions that produce a change or development. We have to trust the process. We have to trust that as we're going through this change, there are going to be different actions that are happening, but their intention or our desire of that outcome is change, is development, is growth, is also sometimes getting rid of and moving away from things that we need to move away from and get rid of. Let's put this in a practical example. One of the things that I have started to do is changing the way that I eat. Because of my schedule, I am used to being on the go all the time and eating out a whole lot, way too much. I was looking at my budget a few months ago and I was like, I ate my food budget and my entertainment budget all with food, whether it was a restaurant or it was a fast food or it was junk food. And it was ridiculous. And I have many different reasons and excuses of why it was like that that month, but it doesn't matter. If I'm saying that I want to live healthier, I have to change my diet. I remember a trainer I used to work with before, he always reminded me, you can't exercise out a bad diet. It doesn't matter how much you work out. If you don't change your diet, you're not going to see the results that you want. So in order to start eating better, I have to make different choices. Now I can say to myself, starting tomorrow, I'm only going to eat at home. I'm only going to cook healthy meals. I'm only going to, and I'm only going to set myself up for failure. Why? Because to go from a consistent behavior of doing one thing and expect it to drastically change to something else the next day is not really realistic. Sometimes you can, sometimes there are certain situations. So I'll speak only about myself trying to do that cold turkey. That's just not going to happen. However, if I start the process and I begin to do a series of actions, I will produce a change in how I eat. What does that mean? All right, I'm doing, the first thing I'm doing is making sure I'm buying more things that I can make at home. For me, they have to be small. They have to be quick rather because I don't like spending a lot of time in prep and I don't like spending a lot of time in the kitchen. I know that may sound taboo and I know that they might not be a favorable or desirable outcome, but that's my life. It's okay. I'm all right with it. So nonetheless, (laughs) I need to have things that are quick. I need to have things that are easy because when I, my schedule hasn't changed. So I need to be able to make things that I can easily get into and get out of and eat healthily. So I'm starting to buy different things at the grocery store, buying more things that I can easily prepare that are still healthy. I'm also looking at different places to eat, right? What are some places? Because not every place that you eat outside of your home is bad. So therefore, what are some of the other places that I can eat at that won't be as bad or as unhealthy? Nonetheless, the point I'm making is I'm doing a series of actions that will help produce the change that I want. I am starting the process. And one of the things that you have to also understand is that in the midst of change, it can't just be things that you just say you're going to do. 
when we think about doing something different, many times we have habits that we've done for a very long time, for whatever the reason it may be. And to begin to change that habit or shift or adapt that habit, it can't be just because we said we're going to do it. We have to put things in place for when we go, when we get ready to hit our normal activity, we have something else to do. What do I mean by that? If my normal thing is when I get done at a certain time and I'm on my way home, I stop off at this, you know, at Wendy's, then I need to have something already planned for when I get ready to do that. Because sometimes we do things on autopilot. I know that when I drive, I know Wendy's is right on the way. So I go down the same street every day and then boom, there's Wendy's. I just turn right in. Boom, da boom, da boom. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to plan it. And that's more comfortable because it might be 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I'm not trying to think about all that. So instead, that means if I want to not go to Wendy's, I either have to, one, plan some place, some other place to go to, which means I need to drive down a different route or something of that nature, or better yet, I need to have food at home already ready, meaning I took it out in the morning or I prepared it the night before or something of that nature so that when my mind goes into muscle memory and says, we're going to go to Wendy's, I'm like, nope, I already have food at home. Nope, I already took this food out. Nope, we're going down this street. In other words, you have to put things in place in advance for the change you want to make or the different set of actions that you want to take instead of just thinking that when the time comes, you'll make a different decision because most times we don't because we're creatures of habit and we do things a lot of times on autopilot. But let me get back to this. Positive transformation requires persistent trust. Trust the process. So we've talked about it, right? It's a series of actions that produce a change or development. But what does that have to do with positive transformation requires persistent trust? In order For me to continue to eat differently, I have to trust that at the end of it, I will have a different result in my body, in the way that I feel, in the way that I look, in the way that I operate, meaning the way that I go about my day each and every day with more energy, with clearer mind. I have to trust that that will happen consistently, persistently. I can't base it off of what I see right in front of me. I can't base it even off of what I see two weeks later. I can't say to myself, well, I've been doing this for two weeks and I don't feel any different, or I only feel a minuscule amount of change and then say, well, I'm just not going to do it anymore. No, it requires persistent trust. It requires me to get up each and every day with a commitment that I'm going to continue in this process. And I'm trusting the result will be what I'm looking for. And that sometimes can be even more challenging when you don't know what that result is going to be. And that's in those times when change happens to you instead of you initiating that change. But you still have to be willing to trust that at the end of it all, it will be better for you. It will work out for you. It will create and produce a change that's going to help to propel you forward in your life. You have to believe that persistently. So let's talk about what it means to be persistent. Again, In the Collins Dictionary, it says that someone who is persistent continues trying to do something even though it is difficult or other people are against it. That makes so much sense. Now, of course, in my scenario that I gave you, it makes sense. Who would disagree that I need to eat healthier? Who would disagree that it's better to eat more at home than to eat out? I don't believe there's too many people who would say, okay, that's a dumb idea. But maybe you're doing something that goes against the grain. Maybe you're doing something that you know is best for you, that you know is going to produce change, produce positive results in your life, but other people aren't necessarily 
on board with it. You have to be persistent. You have to continue to move forward in those series of actions with an expectation that it will produce the change, the development, the result that you want. Even when it's difficult, when I don't feel like eating anything else, when I just need something quick because I'm tired and I just want to throw something in my body, when I want that extra cookie, when I know I don't need no cookies, I don't need any chips, I just go drink some water and eat some fruit. But it's difficult because maybe I had a rough day. Maybe I had all these different other things and I just want that fix, if you will. And I say that with air quotes because that's sometimes what it feels like. But if I want that change, if I want that development, if I want to see that result, I have to keep doing it even when it's difficult. Another definition of persistent that I thought was so powerful is unrelenting. And unrelenting is not yielding or swerving in determination or resolution. So persistent is not yielding or swerving in determination or resolution. I have to be unyielding, unswerving in my determination to trust this process. That means that when it's difficult, I refuse to do what I would normally do, what I've done in the past, because I need to trust that these series of actions are going to produce the change and the result that I want. So I have to be unyielding in my determination. That's what it means to be persistent. But what does it mean to trust? The Webster's 1828 dictionary says that trust means to commit to the care of in confidence. So I love that definition because if you put that together, it means that I am not yielding or swerving in my determination and I commit to the care of this process. I'm committed to this process of change. I'm committed to these series of actions because I am committed to the fact that this is going to be for my good. I'm committed to it. I commit these actions. I commit my mind, my emotions, my determination, my motivation. I'm committing it to this change. I'm committing it to this process. I'm committing that this is going to work out for my good. In the Collins Dictionary, it says that if you trust in someone or something, you believe strongly in them and you do not doubt their powers or their good intentions. And so it means that I am going to trust this process. I am going to believe strongly in these series of actions producing the result that I'm looking for and I'm hoping for. I'm not going to doubt the intentions of this change, even though I don't like it even though it's uncomfortable, even though I didn't ask for it, even though I can think of 15 other things I'd rather be doing, I choose to believe strongly in this process that it will produce a result in me that will help me to move forward, that will help me to accomplish greatness, that will help me to be the person that someone is waiting for. Now, if we take all of that together and let's apply it to the reality that we are looking forward to releasing greatness, There is so much on the inside of you. And I've said this before, and I don't say it lightly or flippantly, and I'm not repeating it just because it's a tagline or it's my model. I'm saying it because I truly believe it unequivocally. You have greatness on the inside of you. You have things on the inside of you that have the intention and the design to change someone else's life. You are not here to operate in a vacuum. You are not here to pursue your own success alone. You are not here to do things on an island. You are here because there is something on the inside of you that is intended to be impactful for someone else. And in order for that to come out and to produce the result it's intended to produce in the lives of other people, there's changes that need to happen in you. 
there are changes that are going to help you to be bolder in releasing that. There's going to be changes in you that are going to, again, help to remove things. And we'll talk about that in, a, in another episode about how change sometimes is the intent of it is to remove things that need to be removed, even though it's uncomfortable. But those are things that need to happen in order for you to make the impact you were designed to make. You have to go through these series of actions in order to produce the change that's required for you to handle the weight of the assignment you have been given. This is not a small thing. This is huge. The changes may be small and minuscule at at times, and they may be gigantic and sometimes seemingly overwhelming at times, but they are necessary because the ones that are waiting for you need it. They need you to be bold. They need you to be confident. They need you to be strong. They need you to persevere. They need you to stand tall. They need you to speak out. They need you to go forward. They need you. And in order for you to do that, change is required. So I'm encouraging you, trust the process. Believe that these series of actions that you're going through or that you may go through in the very near future, their intention and their design is to produce a change, a development, a result in you that is going to ultimately help you as well as help empower those persons you are designed to impact. Be unrelenting. Be unyielding. Do not swerve in your determination to trust this process. Believe in this process. Believe that it will help you be better. Remember, positive transformation requires persistent trust. And when you do that, I am confident that you will begin to see that someone truly is waiting for you. I truly hope you are charged up as a result of this week's episode of Think Fancy. You have too much on the inside of you to just listen. So now you are empowered to do. You are indeed well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to do everything you were created and designed to do. Make this week a great one.